Okay. Uh, let me tell you how much I hate Windows. Because I haven't changed anything. Is it is it because the sun can come through them? That's funny. You know what? One of my jobs was I was actually a Microsoft Windows cleaner. You know, a little squeegee. <laughs> come on, window cleaner? Nothing. All right, yeah, fine. no, no. I'm more annoyed that we lost like the last like ten minutes. Um. So, anyway, to recap. John's pale. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk was a tree planter, and we started talking about a dark age, which you probably got a hint of because John talked about it. Yeah. Right. Well, so and I'm going Kirk to... still smells ungodly. Okay, you're <laughs> caught up. <laughs> Come on, you left yourself... You, yeah. you caught up everybody except your... So, I, all right. So, scene. I will reiterate it so it's kind of contingent on... When we do the upload, and it's it's a little bit more cohesive. Um, we were talking about, are we currently living in a dark age? And I'm equating that to the regulations that are currently in place that prevent companies from completely gutting the workforce and replacing it with automation. And I was talking about, uh, just to kind of give it a heads up, it was... The automotive, or not the automotive, the, the trucking industry uh, is likely to be the first to go as soon as the regulations are gone to replace truckers with automated vehicles that can do the job for them. So my thought is, if the companies did not have these regulations to protect the workers and to, to, to make sure that people were getting paid and had jobs... How much farther into, how much different would today be if that was the case? If if every job that could be automated was automated. Well, here's here's my rebuttal, and I've had a few minutes to think about this, and I think we would be pushed further into a dark age. And follow me on this. So... Every all the workers get replaced with robots. Now you have a whole population of people who I understand we've talked about it before. You think that they would just have room to create and do all this other stuff. The question that would then be, why do we need people? If robots are doing all the work, what are people? I mean, people become less relevant the more and more that gets done by things that aren't real. So yes, I but think that's, would... that's the end goal of capitalism anyway. Like, and I, I'm not trying to rag on capitalism because I said I wasn't going to, but the, the whole end goal of capitalism is to make the absolute most money possible period. And the, the best way to do that is by getting rid of the people that are costing you the most money. Right, but in the in the broader sense, you have to think that the only reason that a company is in business is to make money, right? So they're trying to make money. Well, if everybody is making the same money, let's say, you know, everybody's laid off, so everybody's getting a universal basic basic income, who cares about money? Well, that's just it. If everything's run by robots, why why is money a thing? Right. It so wouldn't... capitalism doesn't play a whole lot of into that, but well, that that's well, kind of... I don't just it's, the capitalism thing. Just at a certain point, like, and this is maybe a silly analogy, but it's like you 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 tell your three year old you 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 stop your three year old from eating all the cookies they want to eat. You can't let billionaires get all the money they want because they just they have no self control. And they just suck it up to themselves, and it's like you, you got to spread it around. You're, you're hoarding. You're you're a hoarder, and oh. you're just you know you're not doing good with it. Like put it, you have more numbers than the other guy. You're very impressive. Well done. I think that the problem there, John, is that in this idea of a dark age, I understand where you're going here. Um, 
But I don't know that we are theoretically in the dark age yet. I mean, well, yes, I, you could say, you know, you could say that technology may not be advancing to its full potential. But in the long run, I mean, in you know, we're talking dark age, right? They didn't have anything. So they had to build. We don't we don't necessarily have to build. But it's it's not like things just stopped in the dark ages in the medieval time. It still progressed. It's just there was a and I'm I'm not very good with medieval history. Uh but things still progressed, but it was still repressed and certain things were repressed and stagnated and to that effect. Yeah, they used to have jousts, which I but, still think is cool as hell. But do you think they had post-interview wrap-ups? You know what I mean? <laughs> do you think they, at any point, like the, the the you got knocked off the horse, you got hit by the thing, and then you got to go talk to a guy? You're like, yeah, you saw what happened. He hit me with his stick, and I fell off. What are we, what are we talking about here? Yeah, well, I mean, you'd like to think so. And the guy was like talking into a tree branch or something because they didn't have microphones. Yeah, he was so. just broadcasting live with no electricity. There's a, yeah. a, a stick in a pine cone. Or <laughs> That's a funny thought. <laughs> but the, I'm just, you see what I'm saying though, right? Like the end goal of capitalism at this point is automation. The thing that is currently stopping that is regulation. Correct. I'm not See, agreeing it, it, with. It, it, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not a human flesh. There, yes, human flesh is weak. Metal is strong. Because I think that realistically, the amount of uh, oversight into the implication of robots isn't necessarily just capitalism. You know, it's like you have so many different avenues that are going to be well and that's just it into, you know there's too many variables to to say that you know oh well if if everybody that's the end goal of capitalism is to bring in all robots well there's too many things to so calculate you're, you're, you're saying it's positive innovation this is a good thing here's the thing though bringing in robots and automating would be the end goal of Every economic ideal, idol, ah, what's the word? Ideology. Ideology. That's it. I was I was forgetting a syllable there. So, like, take socialism. Socialism is still going to want to bring in robots because less people working, more you know, you're distributing the wealth. Communism, same thing. If the robots are creating all of the stuff for everyone and there's no money. Yay. It's it's the end goal of every economic ideology that automation is it. You want everything automated so that people do not have to work. Human beings are a net loser, business-wise. If we yeah. could get rid of human beings who might have to take a day off or want sick pay or gotta well, go blah, 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 all of those are eliminated. Just look at, look at any factory line that's been automated. You had hundreds of people doing the job, and then all of a sudden, you know, one line of robots takes over and replaces all of them. This right. isn't something new. This has happened continuously throughout history. And we, we've talked about this before, but even with, like, ships, you know, people used to row the ships. And then they found out that they could get the wind to do it, so it was a combination of both. And then you have, you know, motors that do it. Everything has been replaced by automation. Pro progress keeps happening. The, the, you keep moving on to the better thing, the more efficient thing. The and humans aren't the efficient thing in this equation. Yes, we're. Well, we know. We know for. <laughs> we we well, know for a fact that humans are imperfect. But I think if you you kind of have, I think about it this way: if you have only robots in the workforce, innovation then stops. Why? Because why do you need to go any further? I mean, because see, this is this is the thing that people that argue this point like to say is that there would not be anyone that would be 
pursuing advancement. Um, I think that's what business people do. It's always more, 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 but like that's their sickness. So, and that's the thing. So here, hear me out on this one. All the people that are currently in science and doing stuff like that, they're not getting paid necessarily well, especially areas where, you know, the science isn't exactly the main focus of the world. Like we can even take current events. Like, mRNA vaccines have been developed since the 80s, but the funding for them, the research behind them has always been limited and lacking. Until last year. And now, they are being tested in everything. There was an mRNA vaccine that could potentially protect, or brought, I should say, there was one that they were testing that brought back damaged heart tissue in mice. Like, I would absolutely stand up and take a, a shot of that to, if it could rejuvenate my heart. These mice with the broken hearts. Were, <laughs> they, they, they mended the broken hearts of hearts, oh, of love my, sick and That's my sweet. point with this is that there are people currently doing research and doing jobs either that are unpaid. I know quite a few that are very, very underpaid that have been working on doing research for decades, their entire life, they've been doing this research. And the only thing that's limiting them is the fact that, A, they don't have a whole lot of money, so the research and the progress is slow, and B, it's just it's not a popular field. So what if the, the, the money issue wasn't there? Like, Well, they, they should just do a podcast and make millions like we do. <laughs> Yeah, we but, are rolling it, by the way, seriously. But no, and so just the <laughs> – if we get a 100% robot workforce, you know what the odd part is? Sexual harassment is going to go up. Those <laughs> the robots are horny. Just sign – It's all that, polished, that. all that polished chrome, Kirk. Is that what it is? Just the stainless steel? We'll see about that. Oh, all right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, that's my thing is like, yes, I understand like there wouldn't be people forced to do jobs or forced to do research. People would be doing the research because they enjoy it. Like well, would, people had people had to pull a plow by themselves and then they got a mule to do it better. Well done. Yeah. You know, that's in the right direction. Like the human race has progressed far and wide from, you know, using primitive tools to. We have machines that make tools for us now. A majority of that was done without economic or money-based, you know. Well, but here's... No, 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 money, money, I was, I was reading a book, money wasn't introduced or like global wealth didn't start until like kind of recently because yeah, but... when it was agricultural, it was just kind of living and surviving. Like yeah, if you had you, bread, you, would... you were, if you had bread that day, you were, you were considered not poor. But they also had like, I mean, there was civilizations that were rich. I mean, but yes, but they. The, the, but here's the thing: you might, in this, in the long run, you might just be a little over anxious. And I only say that because, in the grand scheme of our universe, technological advancement has only been a hundred years. I mean, yes, you could say that swords turned into hammers to turned into you know saws right. what whatever it might be we were still neanderthals up until you know a certain point and then things no, started yeah, moving do you have like, a year do you have a guess like what would you say when when did we stop being neanderthals i would say about six to seven thousand well i'm saying like think about as a culture, as a society, like well, think about the eighteen hundreds, you know, like industrial revolution, or like, go ahead. Well, I mean, look at you had the eighteen hundreds, right? What did you have? You had boats, you had that which we've you know, had since like, I know boats a thousand BC, a right? So you're still using the same tech. I mean, the telephone was created in the early nineteen hundreds. Boom. Okay, so now you got a telephone. That's crazy. Yeah, your horses, your horses and dirt roads, and yeah, n not a lot. 
No, I would like agree. The Wild that West, the Wild West was still a thing. In panning the for gold was yeah. legit. People would go onto those yonder hills and come back with a mule and a donkey, and then you know, I don't so want to say kinda... you're a gold prospector, but you have a beard <laughs> and a mule. All right, and you use TNT. Ha ha ha. But but you see you see where I'm going, right? So no, I uh, do. A hundred years ago. We were still, we're in the roaring 20s where technology wasn't a thing, right? It, it, they prohibitioned right. alcohol. Like, come on. Yeah, that was <laughs> the know. Christians. Regardless, I'm saying, look, the 1950s, the 1960s, we had televisions that were coming in. We had, you know, in the 80s, we, you know, everybody had a landline, which was really cool. And you had, you know, I remember when the, wireless or the cordless phones where you could actually walk away from the phone do you remember the Holy car phone crap. do you remember the car phone when that was a thing where you yeah. could plug a <laughs> so i have a rebuttal to your your I, I see where you're going but how many of those inventions before like 1940 were done purely for monetary gains because the right brothers every sure one shit, of them but the were the right brothers being paid to try and fly up until they flew because I it's guarantee a, it was you it's a, I not. read a book about them. It was a passion project with those guys. Those guys yeah, were upset. Exactly. They and were, that's, that was just their thing. That was the thing. They're like, we're working on this. Like we're we're bike guy, we're mechanics, but And look at yeah. Tesla and Edison. Like Edison stole a bunch of stuff, but Tesla went through and his whole thing was developing that stuff. And he was poor. Like dirt poor. Well, I mean, there's obviously, always there's always a case to be made for people who are passionate and do things pro bono without a without a rotten intention of making money or whatever but but it, it's, it's arguable that 99% of people are going to do things for monetary gain or yes, you know just like when we started but, this podcast it wasn't for monetary gain and now we make millions okay so <laughs> we're smoking cigars the monopoly being, guy comes and hangs out with us so, by the way you that was two big, big rebuttals you guys both had. You guys so, like big rebuttals and you can't lie. <laughs> All right. That's true. Go ahead. So, right. Chris, so you're going to sit there and tell me that if money wasn't the factor, there'd be no reason for someone to go in and try and invent something. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm what I'm trying to say is you might be jumping the gun on your dark age theory because in the long run, we are still, I mean, yes, our technology is much crazier than even when, you know, we were kids. But things have been moving so quickly that... That doesn't mean it's progress. I don't know. For my 4K TV rocks compared to what I watched as a kid. No, right. and, and can progress. you imagine like in 40 years what it's going to be? And it seems like it just keeps getting shorter and shorter, the time span. Just the amount, the, the amount, the time span where you can go, wow, I feel like an old person. I don't know. You know what I mean? Just, it just keeps, it's like more and more and more, and it just keeps getting better. I Why agree. Stop? My thing is, see, we've, we've kind of derailed this because my thing no, wasn't so I much. Feel like, I feel like the whole point of your spiel is that you don't want to work anymore and you want a robot to do it so that you see, can create. See, but stuff. that's just it. You my just job bang, wouldn't bang on a drum all day. But see, okay. there are still certain jobs that would not be relegated to automation. So how do you get the how do you get those people to do those jobs? Why would I want to do a job that I have to work at when a robot can do my work for me and I don't have to do anything? Well, and it's well, like the the trucker position we were talking about. You said in the long haul. When I thought of like. It seems like that would be a blessing to not have to do that job because you're you're driving eight, ten hours a day, you're away from your family, any semblance of like a home life. You're you know what I mean? It seems like if we could figure out a way to make that would be a good thing. That well, can't yes. be a pleasant life. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like all jobs would be eliminated, but we have had the technology to go complete automation. That's how we started this podcast. Our first handful of episodes were all about how automation was coming in and killing all the jobs. The thing is, is if we it didn't still have... hasn't happened. No, I know. But again, that's because regulations that are preventing 
you're, so you're going to sit there and tell me if Walmart came out and said, hey, tomorrow or, you know, well, over the next year, we're replacing all of our robot or all of our stores with robots. They're all going to be automated. We'll have two people per store. That's all we need now. You, you don't think that a metric shitload of people would go and start boycotting or picketing or right or protesting Walmart because they employ over a million people. If to they, be honest, if, if they're still the cheapest, no, people would still show up because they're well, it's, it's a money thing. And depressingly, I, sadly, yeah, like, no, Kirk, I see where John's going. I mean, I understand that he's he's talking about the you know, where are those million people gonna work if Walmart kicks them all out? Well, then he's saying that they won't let that happen because a million people need jobs. I get it, but. Huh. You know, well, maybe maybe in eighty years, things will be fully automated. You know, like Futurama style, where you got robots see, that pretty much do everything. Well, and who doesn't want Bender as a friend? Bender's great. But can I say, by the way, eliminating Walmart jobs is a good. It's the trucker. It, it, those are horrible jobs. They don't pay well. Most of their people are on welfare and food stamps because they don't. They're working full time, and this giant corporation is basically you're subsidizing because. They're playing their people like starve well, wages, and then they have to get food stamps to make well, ends meet. See, here's the here's my thing. Like, they have tried doing fully autonomous restaurants before. Like McDonald's has one. I I just pulled it up two years ago. They had a McDonald's that was fully autonomous. Why isn't that more widespread? Why did that get stopped almost immediately? Amazon did the same thing. And guess what? People stole the crap out of the store and they shut it down. <laughs> oh, have you seen uh, that? I've seen stories of like delivery guys that where they got caught kind of just they would drive it and all the packages would and then they would just sell it or that's it. That's it. Once again, I think it's like once again, they, I think people are feeling squeezed. They're like, look, I'm doing this job for this giant corporation. They're paying me. Okay. Why? What do I got to lose? They're they're a billion dollar corporation. I I really think it's a mindset that's de developing of just the big versus the poor. So here's here's my other thought, John, and this is this is what I had time to ponder, and I've had I've had this thought for a while, but there's a quote that I hear often, and it's relevant to what we're talking about. It's it's uh, I forget who says it, but it's. Uh, Hard times make hard men. Hard men make easy times. Easy times make soft men. Or something of that nature. And I think that the problem therein lies, if you look at history, anytime there is a, you know, things are easy, right? So people don't have to do shit jobs. And life is relatively good. People become soft, and then great empires fall. Romans, Greeks, they all okay. fell. So There's maybe a little bit of a little bit of hardship, which is what most people endure, probably is a good thing. See, this this sounds like a certain talking point of a certain side. Here's my thing. Here's another quote that you could uh, say: Is why do we learn history? It's so that we don't repeat it. Like, and yet we repeat it all the time. So I'm well, just saying, and that's just like, it because is that because we don't teach it well enough, or is it because there's other underlying issues? I don't well, know. We don't I teach it well that. enough. We 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 don't. I'll answer it. We don't teach it well enough. The educate once again, like the sort of the the billionaires not paying their fair share those that tax money could have been used to pay teachers more and then have more equipment and have better educations but they didn't do that they decided to squeeze it and for 30 40 years the education system isn't great and, and then you you get a dumb populace that is tricked into believing nonsense on the internet and you wonder why it's because you didn't pay the teachers anything and they you have a generation that didn't learn anything but would you say so would you guys say just just from your perspectives that the generation coming up now is worse off than our generation? Yes. And only because see this is a tough one because if you look at it like you have this silent generation, you have all these generations 
And then you have the boomers who inherited this massive economy and everything was great. And they, you know, all of these social programs were put into place where you have, you know, minimum wage and all this other stuff, social security. And that's all going away. Like the minimum wage hasn't gone up since what, the 70s? It's, it's not, it's not a livable wage, whatever yeah. it is. You, you, you could, you could put, you could do 40 hours and you're, you need another job and a half. I mean, even McDonald's, and this is the, the funniest thing. I don't know how we got on this, but McDonald's did a study where they're like, can you live on our minimum wage? And their whole thing was, yes, if you have a second job. <laughs> and that's the yes. whole point. If you're working 40 hours, that should be it. That's the, the whole but point of having a job is to my, be able to live. My question with you, and I did look it up, and I believe the person who did the, the quote was uh, Michael Hoth. Um, what constitutes a hard time? Because if you look forward, plowing fields and building houses and all of the hard manual work that a lot of people think that, oh, it's, you know, that's, that's what makes people or what makes men strong. Toughens them those, up. Yeah. yeah. Those are all going away. Like, those are going to be the first things that are automated. We've already talked about this. Like, if 3D printing houses becomes a financially viable thing that's going to take over it's already there was one that was hmm. printed in colorado right or someone well, moved it, into the first one that was printed in colorado i think well, that's yeah, the thing. But, technology and generations every generation gets softer technology makes life easier you know what i mean and like all the things like i've never been to war and shot a man and killed a bear and or just stuff like you know like this old john wayne things that you don't really it's hard to feel that bravado when you're working in a cubicle. Well, know. and that's just it. It's like, it's going to, that the previous generation is always going to have had to have worked harder than the current generation. Right. Like that, that's, and that's only because even since zero AC, things have gotten easier with every generation. It may not have been, you know, monumental where, you know, now we don't have to do this certain thing anymore because there's now a tool. You know, it could have been like, oh, hey, I heard if you do this. Right. Hey, we have clean drinking water now, so we're not yeah. dying of weird diseases. And hey, yeah. we figured out, wash your medical instruments before the proceed, you know, stuff like that. But here's my point, and this ties in perfectly, is there's going to be a point where it can't get much easier than it already is. And that was and, my point. And so the, the I'm so, saying don't be in a rush to go to the future because that. there's a point where it stops. Sort of like the Wally. Did you see the Wally? No, the, no, no. no. The, the, the where people are just sitting and not like that. That's what you're picturing. See, and that's, and, and if you want my opinion, that was like the capitalist version of end society. Where everyone gets the uh, you know supersized soda and right, they have it, the food it, delivered to them. The company's making money. They're getting fat. Everybody's say, happy. Yeah, Wally is like the the, the anti capitalist propaganda. It was sort of like a warning, but it seems like it's more prophecy. It seems yeah, like, it's like it's, it's, it keeps leaning just just like uh, you know uh, idiocracy, just like office space. Yeah, there's certain you know, there's like okay, now it's it was mocking it, but now it's becoming it, and that's a little creepy. My thing is, is there isn't just one like Wally's future or the, the, the future envisioned by Wally is not necessarily the future that we're heading towards. What if we're heading towards the Star Trek future where, you know, everything is automated, but everyone does science based jobs? You know, there's still doctors, there's still everything, but there's no money. That that's the thing with Star Trek is there is no money because you don't need it. Everyone just works to work to better society. That's sort of like a hippie commune kind of thing. That's what this the Star Trek was. Yeah, it's like there are multiple different paths. Like I see, and I'm more on the the side that as we progress and get rid of these manual labor jobs. As long as we are putting money into teaching and schooling, people will start doing 
more high-end or high-tech jobs. Like, if you have a bunch of people that all of a sudden know how to write code and write stuff, you know, you could you look at the analogy of um, if you put in. Well, infinite- you know, I don't know. If, if I think there's a certain mindset, there's a certain brain capacity that, like, I think I might be in that category. No matter how much you sat me down and tried to make me learn code, I'm not getting it. And 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 maybe I mean I you know what I mean I, it seems like people go like well the the coal miners in the mines you just retrain them to be a and you're like the guy who's been in underground for thirty years you're gonna now it it yeah, seems a little them, it was like a it was like I I don't think that's gonna work and none of them wanted to do it let right. me ask let me ask you this Kirk would you rather go back to work in a cubicle. Or would you rather go back to work planting trees? Planting trees. Exactly. There's just something about it's you can see your labor. And like I not fin- I mean, not to pat myself on the back, but there's like a, there's, there's this Buddhist thing about like one of the they go plant a tree that you um you will never enjoy the shade of. Meaning, you know, do something nice and that's that's what I did all day, every day. So you got you got thousands of shadeless trees, right? I never sat underneath them after I planted them. I mean, they but, weren't big and you know. See, but and that's, the, but the, it's a, it, like you feel it's like something you can see, and you're interacting with human beings, and it's, you're under sunshine, and you're it's like you're. Once again, just like you, when I got home, I could sleep fine because I was yeah. tired. <laughs> I worked. See and. The thing that we've talked about before is, and that you've brought up is that lazy people are going to be lazy and not want to do stuff. The, the thing that I would like to point out is they're already not doing stuff. Like, now you could say, like, if we went to this society where all the jobs were automated and you really didn't have to work unless you really, really wanted to, would I stay home? Absolutely. At least for, you know, the next 10-ish years. But that's because... I would rather stay home with my kids and help them grow up to be good people than work. Well, wouldn't that be nice? Like, I don't have kids, but it seems like if I had a child, I'd want to really, when they're babies, spend a lot yeah. of time with them. It seems like that's when they're sweet and cute and nice. And you want to, you know, so the fact that you, some people can't even get like, they have a baby and like, they have to work like a week later or they have, you know, it seems like the parents aren't, given enough time to bond with their kids most of them unless you have good benefits or something and and yeah now that we're on kids it's also funny that it's people are complaining that you know our our generation you know no one's having kids so our numbers are decreasing and yada 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 even the pope was like condemning couples that had a dog instead of kids and it's like it's not so much yes kids cost a lot in terms of you know time and money to raise but it's also just the fact that even if you had a kid like i don't i barely remember when my oldest was young like there were so many times where i was at work where i you know they were out playing in the snow that i missed you know there are moments that i have completely missed because i was toiling away trying to make money right well and i don't don't you think is it just like it seems like the a lot of people don't have kids. There's something about like you want your kids to be proud of what you do, or at least to be something that's in, I don't just like impressive or sounds important. And if you're, you know, working a behind the desk of a Seven Eleven or something, and nine bucks an hour, I don't think you're feeling like that's oh, I'm a breadwinner. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I would argue that those people have more potential that they're just not using. You know, if you're working, granted. I understand that there's circumstances where people can do that, but if you're 35 years old and you're working behind the desk of a 7-Eleven, you should probably strive for more. Yeah, well, see, I mean, they're, they're pulling up by the bootstraps and stuff, and I mean, the logical there's fallacy. There's about know, people so, can work harder. Yeah, I don't. I mean, and some people, I don't know. There's, it's, it's, I don't know, it's tough out there. I was gonna say, yeah, like I've worked at 7-Eleven. Like, you're gonna sit there and say that, oh, it's not a hard job. I, I would disagree. Like, in terms of... I'm not of, saying it's not a hard job. I'm just saying Well, then that, why are you demonizing someone who's 35 and working there? 
because you can find a different job. It's easy enough to do. I think people get a little, they can get stuck in ruts where like, yeah, like that's if you have a job and you don't like and you don't see it's going anywhere, then yes, please move. Have the, I don't know, self-assuredness that I'll be able to find it. I think that's the thing. When people think it's so bad economically that they have to cling and they don't bother looking for a better job. Which is why I love sad. Gen Z right now because they're just like, fuck it. This job sucks. I'm going off to the next one. Because they all pay the same anyway. That's that's the kicker is right. all these jobs pay the same. They're so it doesn't matter. Yep. You just yeah. move around until you find one that's working. And I think that's great because it's fucking over the companies. And they need to be. Well, because they, you know, they say like they it's the, the it's the training, bringing in and training new people and hiring new people. That's the costly part. And it just comes back to if you would have a decent working environment, the people you hire might stick around and then well, you wouldn't have to do that. But if you pay them, you know what I mean? Like if you, if you pay them better and you give them better benefits and you help, you know what I mean? But if you are just, you know, $17 an hour and you get benefits, sort of, I can find that anywhere. Well, and that's just it. Like what makes a job working at Geico doing call center stuff? Most people would say, you know, oh, that's a job for someone who's an adult. But working at 7-Eleven is not. Like, it's... But the people in the call centers are making maybe a little bit more. And yeah. they're having to say nonsense to try to make sales quotas just to do whatever to get, you know, you to... to... Well, and that's just it. And that yet the, the person at 7-Eleven is potentially risking their lives every day, you know, hoping that... Right, getting held up, mugged, and shot. Like, I, I only did 7-Eleven for, like, three months. And it was, like, some of the times I was just like, I don't, this is ridiculous. I don't know how many times people drove off with the fucking nozzle in their gas tank. Like, And convenience stores are kind of where, like, the homeless and sort of the, the derelict hobo-ish community roll through. So, yeah, you're not, you're not dealing with high society. Well, it's just like, how is, why is that job looked down so much and yet others aren't? Like, I, I know we've kind of gone all over the place and this is supposed to be about talking about dark ages, but I, it's, it, it kind of ties into it all. Like, why are jobs deemed differently? Like, why is working at McDonald's deemed, you know, for kids or, you know, young adults? But most of the time it's, you know, adults that are working there. Right. That's that's the way it was in the fifties. That was well when I was boy, I was in high school, I worked at the thing for change and it's like, yeah, but now it's people who are twenty nine and have two kids. It's different. Yeah. It's you, you Yeah, work... but I think I think John that also falls into your your category of <clears throat> if everyone's gonna be try and be creative and do their own thing, why do people get stuck in ruts where they work at McDonald's for thirty years? Well, because it's so okay. I'm gonna put this out there as because this is how I personally feel. I am not a very big fan of change, being that I am an introvert. I don't like people in general, which is weird because of the job I have. But you must run in the family, huh, Kirk? Yeah, you guys don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> You're not but... a fan of folk. <laughs> But the thing is, is, like, I could leave and go get a job pretty much anywhere else. Like, I have the experience. I have the ability. If I did, you know, three months more of schooling, I could get a job anywhere in this country with no problem. Anywhere. I could even travel and make close to $100 an hour. I don't want to do that. And I don't want to do that because it's change. Like, do I like my job? Mostly. I would prefer something better, but again, it's going to be the same no matter where I go. And because I'm already there, I don't want to change anything. Well, isn't, I would it, rather... isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't it just like a sliding scale? Like how much, okay, so how, how much do I enjoy what I'm doing versus how much of a pain in the ass it's going to be to, and, you know, track down a new job, interview, go in, learn everything new. Because even how, if how what's if it's if you're fine with it then it's, yeah like it's fine even the, the the fact that there's there's two hospitals in this in the city and 
just the fact of going from one to the other is enough change that it it's disheartening and i just the stress levels i get when i have to potentially go there go through the roof they do everything different it's a different flow i don't know anything it it's yeah you you are you and your brother are related like (laughs) why have you been working in your job for the last 15 years because we both had the same job for the last 15 years almost yeah, it's Mostly, it's consistency. You've worked it. You've you're right. You've worked your way up the ladder. That's well, and both of us get paid very well to do what we do, <laughs> and that only changed this year, and that only changed because they were trying their fucking hardest to keep people. Like, well, you, would, I, but you would say that you you make more than the average person, as do eh, I. Compared and, to well, yes, but I have a two year degree. I am in a trade field. And I'm a, uh, a, 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 a manual would... labor biatch, but that's not the point. Well, the thing is, is... <laughs> I wear a brown hat. Okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, you could potentially go to a competitor and potentially yeah, get but... paid more. No. Once your seniority would be gone. You don't do that. You well, know, and that's the high, look, I in my field, I am the highest paid. I have the best benefits, and I have a pension. There's so well, where are you going? Need to go anywhere else. Yeah, that's the other thing. Fine. So here, that's the other thing, and that's a good thing to bring up. We both stay with our jobs and with the companies we work for for the exact same reason you just said. We have the pay, we have the 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 pension, and we have that that security. We are far, by and large, outliers. Like 95 to 99% of the companies in Colorado do not offer pensions. Do not offer the same level of security that your job especially does and that my job does. Are you a union? Do you have a union? Because that's a big thing. Okay. There's... And that's, that's a touchy subject because... And that could be a whole other fucking episode. It is it is frowned upon to even mention it. Like it is potentially fireable to mention it, hmm. which well, is ridiculous. This is, we're we're starting to drift. I I, I know, but that was my point. Is we are in a in a unique position because we were talking about staying in jobs for thirty years. Back in the fifties, sixties, and seventies, that was an option because company loyalty existed. Companies looked out for people that stayed with them and then something shifted and now it doesn't matter because now they can pay people less that are new. Right. And there's that so revolving dollar. So times changed. Now you have to adapt. It, it happens. So but, <laughs> you're, by adapting, my, you mean the companies screw people over more. So people just have to adapt to it. Just in a different way. Yeah. They've, they've just, been screwing people over for it. For well, no, I agree. But there at least used to be some Every, semblance of. Everybody's got to bend over. It's just how far you're willing to do that. Now, look, at least after 50 years, you get a gold watch. Give me a gold <laughs> watch. That's all I ask. I don't know. I I think I think in the grand scheme, you know, of all of this topic. We're in a dark age. No, I think we are we are right where we need to be. Let's not look too far into the future into the future because, you know, it's it's scary because moves, capitalism might not be there. Everything yeah, <laughs> and capitalism comforts me. Yes, uh, I know that's why I said that. I know. But anyway, real quick, let's bash a hitting, billionaire. I was going to say, let's talk about Pluto because oh, yeah, Pluto, yeah, yeah. Okay, Pluto we can do that. might become a planet again, which I am totally for. Oh, really? I'm, Back in it. I'm well, guessing nobody nobody asked Pluto when they so took him away. We, I, I kind of brought this up with him earlier when we were talking about what we were going to talk about. And the the consensus is they it, it's tricky because Pluto is and does qualify as kind of a dwarf planet. And it is in the the Cooper Belt. Is it the Cooper Belt? I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, Kuiper. But on the flip side, it is Pluto. Like, it's a named 
They should just with, make with, it a planet. Pluto, is it is it eight? Because I well, that's what I grew up with. Was it eight planets with no. including Pluto, or was it Pluto nine? Pluto was number nine, and then okay. they took it away, and then they said okay, and then they brought yeah. Well, it and then goes they back and forth. They they classified it. Well, it hasn't gone back and forth yet, but they classified it as a dwarf planet, and then it it's. Like they, 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 they were, were offended, to... it should have been a little planet. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were trying to say it was a moon, and then it's an ice moon. It's a planet. Who knows? Well, I heard there's way more moons than planets. Is that right, John? Oh yeah, no. There's, there's. I think what I said was if they were to classify every dwarf planet as a planet, or every planet that was like Pluto as a planet, we'd have 179 planets. Oh, and people don't even know nine, so that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a really long acronym. <laughs> oh, it's be uh, oh it's uh, terrible. Yeah, oh, paragraph. This, this is gonna take a while. Hold on. <laughs> I can only remember the first like nine parts of pie. So, <laughs> pies are square. No, pies are round. <laughs> pies aren't. Pie isn't squared. Three point one four one five nine two six. That's all I got. It's Fascinating. In, yes, <laughs> pie is <laughs> pie is infinite when I'm gonna, eating it. <laughs> until you get around, and then it's invisible. <laughs> yes, it's gone. Throw a little whipped cream on it, and goodbye. <laughs> and bacon, and life, a little sausage. Ugh, God damn it. Well, uh, okay, so we talked about that. Now, we're we're running out of time. So, I, Kirk, I just got to tell you, we did get... So, you told me, and you clued us in, that Jeff Bezos' birthday was last week. Yes. I believe it was Tuesday, I think. And so, as Fused Relativity, we decided to give Jeff Bezos a birthday present. Because... What? The man who has everything, and we gave him something more? Oh, that was faster than I thought. Oh, well. <laughs> we got him a statue and got him to be named Times Person of the Year. Oh, and he's all... <laughs> it's, he's so much of a dick. He's pixelated. <laughs> it's like it's like, no, like Bigfoot, like every photo is blurry. It's like Bezos, every photo is pixelated. He's that much of a dick. This is what happened when John uploaded them to Twitch. <laughs> oh, that went to... Okay, we'll see how Twitch... No, Twitch, yeah, Twitch automatically... Yeah, we didn't Twitch even is do, like, yeah, you, they, can't show, they, you can't show that. It was obscene. It was obscene yeah. and inappropriate. And don't even think about putting up his rocket. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Jeff Bezos. So Times Person of the Year. Jeff Bezos, the first. What is I know, that? It's, it's tiny. Hold on. Oh, I might have closed. Uh, it's on my phone. Hold on. The, the first private citizen to almost go to space in a questionable rocket. Yes. Yeah. Looks like a dick. Good for him. He's he's helping people. Or not. So there's our there's our birthday present to Mr. Jeff Bezos. Nobody can see it. No. But he knows. He knows. <laughs> he he knows. Uh, anyway, so that was our uh that was our little Jeff Bezos birthday right. present. Well, can we keep the comedy rolling? Should we go over to Let's go to Kirk's corner. Right, Might as well. Over. That was a nice little warm up there. Yeah. Now unfortunately nothing has changed this week. Because John's tired. Yes. Oh, that, was something. that champagne's a little flat now. Yeah, the bubbly, the bubbly <laughs> isn't bubbly no more. Um, yeah, well, I, I bartend. I, I didn't have any time to come up with anything creative, so it's just you know what? It's another, it's another comedian's dozen. It's just jokes, jokes and silliness, and then a list. So, are you guys okay with that? Go with it. All, All right. right. So here we go. Okay. So here's the first one. Um. Uh, fish have been getting trolled for decades. Okay, come on. That's, um, the old ball and chain told me my old balls have changed. All right. Um, 
Uh, you know what? I've I'm in I I have an ingrown toe ring. That's, yeah. that's hashtag painful and dumb. <laughs> um, okay, here's here's a space one. Here's one. Okay, here's a, a sitcom episode idea. Saturn, the planet Saturn, loses its rings, but uh, can't let its wife find out. <laughs> okay. All right, there's there we go. Um, how about this? You guys have kids. Naming your kid Orange. Uh, will not keep them from getting teased. Hashtag nice try. Okay. Because nothing rhymes with orange. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Oh, it's, it's kind of a, it's a science thing. Uh, clouds with silver linings cause 12% of airplane crashes. <laughs> 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 I was flying through a cloud. There's just a bar of silver. I'm going down. Oh, God. Um, Baby got to back up that computer. Hashtag nerd flirt. Come on. That's you computer guys out there going to be using that. <laughs> um, how about this one? The night before Christmas, all the delivery drivers are exhausted. All right. That's too close to home. <laughs> um, here's the, I think you might agree that if ignorance is bliss, why aren't more people happy? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> here's one here's okay a little educational one 84 percent of supreme court justices started out judging wet t-shirt contests and one started as a wet t-shirt contestant hashtag scalia i, I believe that that's totally true okay so two more and then we're getting to the list um uh economists talk about two things the economy and tits Okay, that's just, <laughs> that's just that's just nothing. Uh, I wish oh, I that... could see one one day. <laughs> oh yes, no. Oh, that. Uh, oh, I'll have to. I'll bring that. Did up that note. All right. I got, okay. One more. Hold that thought. Then. Um, here's the thing. Are there? You know what? Are there fancy pants zombies who only eat the brains of smart people? You know what I mean? Like they go to like Whole Foods and they're like, no, he doesn't have a PhD. I don't want to touch that. Okay. You guys with your brain jokes that I'm not making fun of you. Okay. How about this for the, okay, here's the two lists. Uh, here's the list. These are the least popular scented candles. Okay. Least popular. Don't buy it. These aren't selling well. Uh, burning hair. That is, that is un stink bait. Ugh. Why did they make that? Uh, Chris. Oh, uh, I knew it. Yeah, it had to be there. Come on. Oh, so and next to Chris, uh concert porter potty. Um and then there was wet dog under the uh dry dog, uh hot, hot dog water, and then the goat, not the greatest, an actual goat. Okay. <laughs> so those are the not popular scented candles. Here's another one. Okay, here's the next one is I tattoos, tattoos no one has. These are ones that are not on anybody's body. Uh, the first one is crochet the day away. They don't, if you crochet, you're not going to do that. Um, uh, the next one is, uh, you can have my gun. Here you go. No one, <laughs> no one has that tattooed. Um, NPR or death. That doesn't come up much. Here's uh, just the word, freckles. People don't like freckles. Um, and and uh, if you found if found, please deposit at closest botanical gardens. Those are tattoos that no one has. So, John, what did you what did you have? To, you had a oh, something there, popped out at you. It was a uh, when you were talking about the uh, what was it the the one with tits? Economist. Oh. The reason I laughed is because there was a, a joke on Red or on TikTok, and it was, it's an older joke than that, obviously, but it's you can't spell advertisement without uh, semen between the tits. That <laughs> <laughs> fits. That's a nice one. John made it funny. I did not make this funny. I only heard this funny, and I'm relaying it. 
somebody else is funny but still you remembered it and you yes you didn't you know what you didn't do the thing which i oh i'm gonna tell you the funniest joke and then they they screw it up and you're god damn it that's why i had to google it because i would have screwed it up you had you googled how to tell this joke (laughs) no i i was actually thinking i want to get a tattoo if i ever got a tattoo i would just be fuck google because like I'm at work, I'm working at the bar, and I'm like, all right, everybody, I'm gonna pose a question, and we're gonna figure it out just with our knuckleheads. Fuck Google, do it. <laughs> Fuck Google. Ask the guy next to you. What do you think? As a, that's a social movement. What can I can I start a hashtag? Fuck Google. I I would imagine that already exists. Oh, I think I'm too late to the party. Oh, uh, let's see. I will Google. <laughs> <laughs> well, Google's not going to tell you. Yeah, go- <laughs> top one on. Uh... Yeah, it is a very popular one, but it it seems to be popular with a certain side. Hmm. With that, let's John. Yeah, let's- Let's Get transfer <laughs> let's transfer over back to the podcast booth in space. I'm excited oh, to this... that up. Oh, no, it's been a thing. technical, you know. I'm just on point today. I think you just like listening to yourself only. So, well, you yeah, know. you 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 muted us for the first half hour of you cuz you need to talk. <laughs> All right, so guys, I'm going to go first with off-topic, and I'm going to start this by saying two things. Number one, uh, it is a true fact that the sun, with sunglasses on, still can't look at John. Mm. Number two, if Kirk were even remotely funny, he would still be on the Fused Relativity podcast. Seems kind of mean. Seems kind of mean. But am I get? Am I getting kicked off? Is that what that means? <laughs> You're letting me go. Uh, no, but what no. Is... So today is Kirk. I didn't. I don't think you knew this, but today is National Roast Day. I did uh, not know that. And I figured I might as well roast you without you knowing it, and then clue you in. Uh. And the reason I brought this up is because of all people, Wendy's Restaurant really oh, yeah. gets into National Roast Day, and it is awesome. Really? Yeah. So uh, people can go on to Twitter and ask Wendy's to roast them. And I cherry-picked a few of my favorites. Uh, one was Cinnabon. Wendy's reply. And we're talking about Wendy's the restaurant, just so everybody's yeah, clear. Yeah. So Cinnabon asked for a roast, and Wendy's replied, the saddest part of anyone's layover. Yeah, because you're not happy. It's like it's just a, I think some is like a beanbag of sadness. Uh someone from Wyoming asked for a roast, and it was, Well, that's perfect for you, because you look like a tumbleweed in human form. Tumbleweed. Uh, the Axe body spray uh, got roasted, and it said, sure. "Remember, remember when Axe was created just to cover up puberty?" Oh, yep. And then it spread to adolescents and clubs, and yep, got out of hand. Uh, aviation American gin. Desperation to be culturally relevant is not a gin flavor, but we love the effort. <laughs> Just keep getting me drunk. Don't I don't I don't care what you're calling yourself. Uh, Seven Eleven. If you're looking for a burn, check out your hot dogs. Wait, and then you, wait, you, you who eats anything somehow is getting all snobby about food. You think you're really? Come on. Hey, this was Wendy's. Go Bell and Kate. This is wait. This isn't you. All right, fine. I take it back then. Okay, so two more. Aflac, you know the, the the insurance company with the with the with the duck. The, the, the duck, yeah. Yeah. So Wendy Aflac asked for a roast and Wendy's replied with a roasted duck. There you <laughs> go. See, that's cool. There you go. That was a good zinger. So and then 
Oh. Fi- no, no, no. Finally, my favorite. Some weather lady in some uh, some news channel somewhere asked for a roast, and Wendy said, "Most can be replaced by tech. Most jobs can be replaced by technology. Yours can be replaced by looking out a window." Mm. But so, that was my off topic. You know what? I, Wendy I, Burns. I can transition to that, but mine's like a week old because I was going to bring it up last week. Did you see what Paps Blue Ribbon tweeted at the beginning of the year? Mm-mm. No. So they they tweeted, not drinking this January, try eating ass. <laughs> hmm. Which, you know, Question odd mark. for... <laughs> well, and, and then one of the comments was, PBR ass, what's the difference? And they're like, ask your mom. Oh. <laughs> oh, they set them up. That was you know, they stepped right into that. Like PBR, whoever whoever was this PR dude went on a tangent that morning and was just like all over the place. And then they obviously deleted everything and were like, "Oh, we're sorry for that." But I I found it it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a problem. Well, the, the social having corpor- corporations have social media that seems like a big problem because like something like that could you. It could instantaneously pop on if somebody just has, you know, a bug up their ass or they think it's funny. And then it's just all of a sudden it's an hour later. They're, I apologize. The corporation apologizes and we're yeah. shutting down. Well, it's Think that. Let's have more fun. Well, and I Quit agree. Being so sensitive, people. Let's have a good time. Take a joke. Preach. Amen. <laughs> But yeah, no, as soon as you started bringing up Wendy's, I was like, ah, PBR fits. Because it's PBR. Kirk, what you got, man? Uh, Mine is just a quick story about a man in Auckland, New Zealand, which actually I flew into when I went to. So I've been there. Auckland, New Zealand, he had a cockroach trapped in his ear for three days. Um, Just a couple things. Ew. (laughs) First first of all, ew again. Um, (laughs) And it's just and like here's the thing, Auckland is the bustling metropolis of northern like it's that's the big hustle and bustle city. So like I can't even imagine what's going on in the sticks. You know what I mean? Like what New Zealand hillbillies are up to, what they what's happening in their ears if this guy's a cockroach. Like that was my big takeaway of just like I don't know. All right, the like people in Paris are I don't know. They have goat ticks. What are the what are the all right. Well, you know, like, you know what I mean? Do you follow my, you follow my logic there? And this is the hub. Oh my God. How, how far is the New Zealand hillbilly going? And why not just use one of those little Dr. Light thingies? Just shoot some light in there. Roach will run out. They they thought it was water. So like he went to the dock and they just like use a hairdryer and like, cause they thought it would just, and they would just evaporate it. And they said, no, there's still something there. And just like three days, he's like, she looked in, she's like, looks like there's an insect in there. Just like, <laughs> how would, like, that would just be like, how embarrassed would you feel? Like, I'm such a filthy, disgusting human being in a cockroach is nestling in parts of me, right? I mean, that's, that, that can't be a high point. You're not telling that at the class reunion. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. For, yeah. Infestation in my eardrum. Yep. Totally. What? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't turn your head to the side. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> all right, B- bugs in the ear. That's what I got. It reminds Zealand. me of Men in Black. You know, with the roaches, and he's oh got yeah cockroaches. yeah yeah. Oh uh, yeah, wasn't there like a bug that if you put you could, it would tell you a translate or something? Am I misremembering? I don't know. That might be Hitchhiker's guy. Like, it was like a thing you put in your ear and then you could understand any language. Oh, the Babblefish. That was Hitchhiker's, not... Yes. Right? Okay, yes. Yep. Sorry. I I crossed my nerd things midstream. <laughs> Never cross the streams, Kirk. Come on. Never. You don't cross the streams. Bad news. Well, is that... So that was number 44? 
Number 44. Is it yes. Henry Aaron? We're the home run champ and now. Even That's though right. we screwed up, or not we, I, I screwed up the first 15 <laughs> minutes, uh, we still went over an hour. Yeah. Well done, technology boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you paused the stream on the Discord. Come on, John. Get your head in the game. What? I don't know. You, you paused the stream in the Discord. This is a. This episode. How did I do that? You can't pause a stream; it stings. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. (laughs) uh, See, I think this is all Windows 11. I'm blaming Windows 11. Yeah, blame Bill Gates. I'm sure. Yeah, it's his fault. Well, the the reason why it paused is because I was list or looking up. Um, not looking up. I was making sure everything was going. We're now on Apple uh, Podcasts. Oh Whatever. yeah, we we got on Apple Podcasts and we are on Spotify, Google, yep. nice, uh, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. We're everywhere. Instagram. We, we got we, it. We got it covered, people. So anywhere you want to find Fuse Relativity content, you can. But let right. me tell you how much of a pain in the ass that was to get on Apple. Like the whole reason. I, I wasn't able to do it the last like years because I had to download iTunes in order to verify by putting in a credit card that I was who I was. That that's why it wouldn't let me create a uh, Spotify podcast thing. Look, and can I say we're never happier? But the guy who roped us into the Apple is actually he was a snake. So we're a little <laughs> maybe I'm a little concerned. He may go south. It it could be Kirk, and I'm just spitballing here. That they were afraid there would be too many downloads, so they didn't want <laughs> they didn't want us to break Apple. So okay. we don't want, we we don't want to go and get apple sauce, which is actually getting apple sauce would be healthy, opposed to regular sauce. Ooh, with a little cinnamon, yeah, it'd be great. Mm, there you go. You know, we've turned it to Martha Stewart at the end there. Martha, all right, Martha Stewart in space. Everybody, put a little, <laughs> put a little, everybody, put a little cinnamon in your applesauce. And keep your eyes on the stars. We'll see you next week. Okay, now say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thanks for listening to us. Episode 44, double fours. We're looking for episode 45 next week. Hopefully you will join us. Uh, For John, Chris, and myself. No, I am Chris. (laughs) (laughs) For John, Kirk, and myself. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to mention myself twice. What can I say? Yeah. All right, egomaniac. All right, <laughs> we, we get it. You're the head guy. All right. <laughs> Episode 45. Can't wait to see you next week. Go boldly, friends. <laughs>